this represents fighting against the machine, the machine that is that is destroying this country, the Federal Reserve. That's you know the the you know the military industrial complex, and to me that's what's cool is you know what, I want to I want to participate in something that fights against the machine that that's playing that is, every time I use it is is not only. It's not only fighting; it's hurting the machine too. It's a it's a revolution. It's a revolutionary act. You're boycotting the dollar. That's a revolutionary act. Every time you do it. Yeah, which which again, if people understood the dollar, the dollar is not it's not some national sovereignty thing. The dollar is a from the Federal Reserve, a private bank. You it's not part of our country. It that that's and it was it was actually a break from our, the Constitution, which is that that Congress was supposed supposed to be a, in charge of coining money, not a private bank. And so the fact that we have, we've allowed that to happen since the Federal Reserve was created back in 1913 is, is absolutely ridiculous. So I love it. And I love that it's in Utah. That's to me another reason to support it is, is look, it's on our backyard. And, and I think we have a lot of great solutions that are coming out of Utah. Like it's not just, and we talk about all the criminal stuff going on with our politicians and, and with the, the globalists and China and the United Nations and, world, and all these people who are focused on using this as the test state. Well, guess what? It's only the test state for, for bad, but we have the opposing good. It's the duality. And the good is stuff like this. People saying, you know what? We're going to be prepared when that time comes that we're not going to be caught with our pants down. It's people coming up with ways to get food, have whole systems, have whole systems that, that function outside of the system that's controlled. And welcome to We Are The People Radio. This is your host, Jason Preston. And again, with my beautiful co-host, Alexia Preston. How you doing, sunshine? Doing great. You look good in that little blue dress. Thank you. So, want to welcome everyone to the show. Today, uh, we got something I'm pretty excited about. I'm always excited about it, because Utah's... Like, we talked about Utah being ground zero. And one of the things I'm excited about today's show is usually we talk about, like, the corruption in Utah... But today we're going to be actually talking about if it's ground zero, it means there's also the, re, the, the resistance. There's also the fight. There's also a fight for freedom. And our last show, or one of the last shows, we talked about uh, the financial side of things with the um, uh, blockchain coming right out of Utah County. And, like, it's almost unbelievable. I wasn't invited to that show. You were not invited, but you did watch it, though. <laughs> I did. It was a You weren't behaving. Show. If you were behaving better, you would have been invited. Yeah. Well, it's worth going back and watching. It definitely is. Uh, it's pieced a lot of things together. And blockchain is very confusing. I'll be the first to admit that my brain doesn't work that way. I don't understand these open, closed. I mean, I'm still just trying to figure dial up internet out. Me too. But, but Chelsea <laughs> did, did do a really good job breaking it down. And honestly, it's just like unbelievable. Because it's like, here we are working with the United Nations on, on a system that will be able to tie your money to your social credit score to to every single thing you do your digital id uh, basically you know i mean esg that's what's what's tied that to it and everything controllable and so it's it's very scary to see utah's like in the middle of that but 
What we're going to talk about today is is how is you know a, a local business owner that uh, is fighting back, and because again, one of the things that these people talk about the way we're going to win this is parallel economies. And I'll tell you, we have some of the greatest patriots in Utah. And uh, Alexia, why don't you introduce our guest today? Absolutely. So we've done some great shows on preparedness in the past. Uh, Matt Jepson, Scotty Arinello, definitely check them out. They both have uh, really, really uh, great information. Uh, Scotty has his own podcast, and Matt also has not so much with preparedness, uh, but more scriptural, and, and they're great resources, so we love having them here. But after those shows, we usually have a lot of feedback I'm terrified, I realize something's coming, but what can I do to prepare? Um, what should I buy? Where should I put my money? Uh, and that seems to be one of our most common, commonly asked questions. So it's great to have something solution-based, and not just solution-based in concept, but also right here in Utah, yeah. coming out of Utah. Um, so we are, we are honored today to have in studio with us Jeremy Corden, and Jer Jeremy is the founder and CEO of Goldbacks, uh, right here at, in Utah County. Uh, Goldback started in 2019 in Utah, and it's the first of its kind uh, circulating gold currency in the, the United States, and it is actually designed for small transactions. Uh, and we'll get into some of those details later on today after we kind of explore the challenges that have led to the creation of Goldbacks, the necessity of, of Goldbacks, I should say. Uh, some of the things such as CBDC and, and, and the BRICS Nation. So thank you, Jeremy, for joining us, and it's an honor to have you with us. I'm, gl I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, we're, we're pumped to have you because, again, th this is something that matters. I mean, I, I think um, I've been awake politically since Bush was in office, um, the 2008 crash. I actually, you know, was fortunate enough to be aware that was coming, sold our house just in time, and um, we did. We got into silver at the time, and silver went through the roof you bought early then and um so i've always been a believer that that uh, our current monetary system has been sold out and that it is headed for disaster so I, I love what you're doing um but let's jump into this so you know tell us to our listeners and those out there saying well why why are, should we be interested in silver gold gold backs first off tell us very very quickly what is the difference between gold backs and those who are saying i just didn't want to invest in silver or gold Okay. Why, um, why, why invest in goldbacks? No, that's, that's a fair question. You know, I've been in gold for a long time. I was actually a Ron Paul delegate oh, yeah. back in 2011. And that's how I kind of got sucked into this whole kind of libertarian world and learned about sound money. And so got you were one of those guys. I was one of those, I was you one were, of those you young You must guys. have been young. Yeah. Cause I was right on. Yeah. I was 21. Okay. Yeah. I was, was 21. There we had Ron Paul pulled in a lot of young people into the movement. So, this, so you were one of those. That's awesome. I was, I was one of those guys. In fact, I got to talk to Ron Paul not that long ago about goldbacks, and he's he must excited love about it. it. Oh, he loves it. He loves it. But you know, when it comes to goldbacks versus gold or silver, that's a very fair question. It's like, well, why go through all the trouble of making a goldback if you already have gold coins and you already have silver coins, right? I mean, what's the what's the point? And you know, I was working in precious metals for about five years before doing goldbacks. And my partner is the guy that drafted the legislation in Utah for the Legal Tender Act that had the state recognize gold and silver as legal tender back in 2011. Which is a big deal. I'm proud. I'll give Utah props for that. Now, now my partner this is Larry Hilton. He thought, hey, as soon as this is out, as soon as the state passes this, 
Now everybody can just use gold and silver. The state recognized it. People are going to be paying their taxes in it. They're going to be, you know, carrying these bags of gold coins and silver coins to the grocery store, and they're going to take it. And we're going to have this renaissance of gold and silver in the state of Utah. And after the law yeah, passed, that nothing that didn't happen. Right. And and there's some real issues when it comes to circulating and using gold and silver coins. I mean, for starters, if you buy a gold coin, I mean, a, a one ounce gold coin, that's that's two thousand bucks. Yes. Okay, and oh, and by the way, our markets right now are getting flooded with fake gold coins from you know Asia, mm. right? So even if even if you and I both believe in gold, and I present you a gold coin, unless you can authenticate it, unless you're sure, it's very dangerous to accept that as payment. Makes now, sense. and let's say that you got something for me that's worth half of a gold coin. You can't give me five tenth ounce coins because ten tenth ounce coins don't add up to be a one ounce gold coin because of all these different denominations of gold and silver all had carry different premiums. So it's not really convenient to use as money. There's this kind of fear that it might be fake, but also even if all of it was real, they're denominations that don't really make sense and you can't buy small things. Right. You know, you're, you're not going to go to Starbucks. I mean, that's always my, my concern with gold is, you know, I've always been more of a get silver, silver, junk, silver, silver ounces. That seems like a very safe thing to barter with um, where it's like, okay, I, I've got got an ounce of gold, what am I going to do with an ounce of gold when the crap hits the fan and the ounce of gold is worth 10x, 20x what it is now? So, I mean, I get that. That's been one of my sure. reasons, like, not really getting the gold. Well, you know, gold is a wealth bunker, right? You know, and if you follow people like Mike Baloney, they say, hey, you know, something's coming down the turnpike, the dollar's going to collapse, and you really want to have your wealth in gold. This is kind of like the fifth, this has been the sales pitch for gold for 50 years. You know, you want to own gold because, you know, that just-in-case scenario is going to happen where the dollar falls apart and you'll be safe with gold. But if you have a bunker in your backyard, or if you have a bunker, you want to be in the bunker during the nuclear apocalypse, but you don't want to live out of your bunker for the rest of your life, right? right? It's, not, it's not a system, right. it's, a, it's a hideaway. And it's the same thing for gold. I mean, if you come out, you can come into the new central bank digital currency, perhaps, with your gold, after you pay all the taxes and all the inflation you skipped, right? That's the capital gains, right? If, you're, if your gold goes from 2,000 to 20,000 an ounce, even if it's still worth the same and buys the same amount of stuff, you're paying that 28% capital gain, mm. you know, and you're going to get clocked in for that as soon as you turn in those gold coins for whatever the new system is. Who's tracking that? Is that just self-reported? Oh, no. If you, if you do over 10,000, you know, your, your banks are tracking you, you know, all of this is tracked. So very high volume. At that sure. Point. But what gold backs is all about to answer your question is it's about building a system that works completely outside of dollars. When people buy gold coins, their plan is to turn it back into dollars. When people buy gold backs, Some people. well, if you buy a one ounce gold coin, what are you going to do with it aside from selling it or dying with it? Well, I mean, it's, if you, I think a lot of people who are buying gold and silver now are doing so because they don't trust the current market and they trust the dollar is going to collapse. So I don't think they're thinking trade it back into dollar. I think they're trying to make sure they have value but, they, but they're not going to spend that gold coin as a gold coin in the future. They're going to spend it in whatever the future thing is. Right. Right. Because right. that's why people say, oh, when gold goes to 50, that's my sell point. They have a sell point. They're right. going to go back to their coin store. They're going to sell. And, you know, they're, they're trading at that point their gold for something that's failing or could fail or is made out of the same stuff or run by the same jerks that made the last system fail. So show us one of your dollars. Okay. I don't have any dollars. <laughs> or show us, one of your, show us a gold back. Okay. That's fair enough. Actually, Let's have show and tell. Pretty. We we are yeah. I actually have. I don't some, know. But let's I, show. Don't show test. Make it rain. 
Okay. <laughs> um, so here's here's a fifty. So this is a twentieth of an ounce. So this is fifty one one thousandths of an ounce. Let let the lady feel right. the gold. Yes, of course. I immediately gravitate towards it. Now this is a one. You're very good at that, Alexia. So that fifty has fifty times the amount of gold as the one does. Has the same premium, so you can turn in a fifty and get fifty ones. The gold back is about building a system that works very independent good. of very good at that, Alexia. A central bank <laughs> digital currency. Here's a ten. I'm venom waiting. These are all these are all Utah gold backs, by the way. These are all so all made have, in Utah. They all have designs that are you know attached to Utah history. Oh, that, you know, that's actually all, cool. That is cool. They all say Utah on them. That's cool. No, that's ma- cool. Maybe we could put something like that up on the screen so they can see the detail. I mean, it is very beautiful actually, and it makes you feel like this actually is a real currency commodity. Which is pretty, pretty well, awesome. Well, the gold, the gold is in them. So people, you know, they're spending gold backs on small things. And to get to your point, even on junk silver, you know, in 2011, you know, when I was a Ron Paul delegate, I was such a big believer in sound money. I put all my cash into, you know, junk silver and, you know, silver eagles. And I'd go to the farmer's market and I'd spend it, you know, I'd, I'd pull it out and I'd be explaining to people why my Roosevelt dime from 1963 was special and how it was really silver. And even though it looked just like their dime, that my dime was special because it was made before this date. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I would get maybe 15% to 25% of people at farmer's markets to take them as payment. Yeah, I mean, most people aren't going to, but I think in the, again, when, when things hit the fan and then they see... And then the dollar, let's actually, let's, I think, why don't we set the stage? Okay, fair enough. Why should our listeners be concerned about the economy, the dollar? Why does this matter? You know. Okay. Why, why does this matter? What, what are, what, when you look across, I mean, I know I, now there's a few things come to my mind, but I want to hear what do you, what do you see as the biggest threat to the dollar and where, and what could that lead to and why does that matter? Okay, fair enough. Um, there isn't a finite amount of dollars. I mean, that's, and that's what the Bitcoin people have been saying for years and years. Whenever we have a war, whenever somebody else has a war, um, you know, if we have an unfunded liability, you know, we are, people used to talk about the national debt. And it was kind of a partisan issue. It's like, oh, it's Bush's fault. Yeah, I was young enough. It's like, oh, the national debt is Bush's fault and all my kind of liberal peers would talk about the national debt and how George Bush doubled it. And then, you know, the football moved to Obama and then he doubled it again. And then it moved to Trump and he doubled it again, you know, and then it was back to Biden. He's going to double it again. And what it's doing is it's absolutely destroying the value of the dollar. We probably lost 10% in the last year or 15, you know, if you track real inflation on, I don't know, grocery prices or, you know, gas prices or, you know, rent or, you know, the things you actually need to live. You know, people talk about, you know, economic collapse. They talk about the dollar falling apart. How much value does the dollar have to lose every year for you to feel like it's falling apart? Right. Well, and when our, our national deficit, the, just the interest on that, I think, just hit $1 trillion. Just the interest. So, I mean, the, just to imagine the amount of money we're talking about, I don't think any anyone in normal society can conceptualize that much money so you know i'd like to do is is why don't you share with our listeners what happened to the dollar because the dollar used to be actually something very similar to a gold back it used to be based on gold or silver 
Uh-huh. Okay, fiat. W- would you explain what Because if you look at a, at, a, at a chart historically of the value of a dollar, what it could buy, mm-hmm. it was actually very consistent. It yes. hardly didn't move at all until what? Tell uh, us what happened. A, a dollar was defined. The definition of a dollar was defined as a set amount of gold or silver. And, you know, the problem that the old system had, and this is something that people don't hear very often, and yeah, my mom still thinks that the, do- the dollar is backed by gold. You know, there's so much ignorance around this, and people don't really understand that, you know, there's this disconnect. Um, so what happened? When did the dollar become disconnected from well, it, it depends who you ask. You know, it used to be that a there'd be a $20 gold piece. And if you had a $20 note, it was just a receipt for the $20 right. gold piece because you're better off carrying the paper around than the gold coin. And eventually, you know, we get so used to these receipts, like silver certificates, they're right. just a receipt. This certifies that there is on deposit $1. The silver certificate wasn't the dollar, even though it looked like a dollar bill today. So somewhere in, in, during the Great Depression... They uh, came out and banned, said having gold was illegal, mm-hmm. right? When you want to talk about that, that, that t- so time that period, what happened? Because this is because this is where everything transitioned. I mean, everything in you know the Federal Reserve gets in, installed, nineteen thirteen, and all of a sudden our whole financial world changes. It it was a process of change, you know. If you look at um, FDR in the the nineteen thirties, you know back then people really believed in government, and they felt that turning in all their gold coins was going to help solve the Great Depression. There was a huge amount of consensus. It's like the masks. You know, Everybody wore the masks because nobody forced them to. Everybody just wanted to wear them because that was the thing to do. Everybody turned in their gold. Everybody turned Did in their gold. Did you wear a mask? You know, there was like a week there where I thought, you know, this might have a 10% kill rate, and we're looking at the deaths in Italy, and it turned out to be like 0.0 something. And, you know... I had owned N95 masks for five years. You know, I was, I was ready for the real 10% the real kill rate. Yeah. And I, you know, part of me was like, and this is going to sound psychopathic, but it was like, it's almost like a letdown. It's like, oh, this isn't, this isn't the real collapse, you know? And it's like, okay, false alarm. And then everybody else started freaking out. It's like, guys, it's not 10%. You know, like, <laughs> what is this? And I, you know. I was really stubborn about not wearing a mask. Good on you. All right, sidetrack. Um, right, keep going. Okay. So <laughs> anyway, so in the 30s, you know, you had this huge belief in government and people turned in their gold coins and there, there was that ban and there wasn't a whole lot of resistance. There wasn't a whole lot of resistance to the ban on gold because people figured they still had their money and that was going to help with the depression. Well, you fast forward and another step was in the 1960s. So in the 1960s, all of our dollars, all of the change was still silver. So even right. if you can't turn in the big bills for gold, we still, all of our currency was made out of silver. And then they phased that out. So then question, why, why not silverbacks? We have silverbacks. Oh. But if I spend, oh gosh, $10 getting a thousandth of an ounce of silver, a thousandth of an ounce of silver is like three cents. And people, you know, if you're going to make something, so we made them for fun, right? We made silverbacks for fun. You can buy them as collectibles and, you know, the prices on silverbacks now are crazy because they're just going up because we only made a certain amount of them. That's almost more like an NFT or like right. a crypto or, right. you know, it's a limited edition collectible for fun. And you, you can find those online if you really want a silverback. Uh, you know, goldback is is very different. Um, and I'll, I'll get into that in a second. But it's, so it, it's phases, right? So you had a decoupling of gold in the 30s. And then, you know, central banks could still get gold. 
And then in the 60s, you know, they phased out silver and currency. And then, you know, seven years later, they decoupled central banks from gold. And, you know, there's kind of this promise. It's like, well, you know, we'll, we'll at least maintain a stable dollar. And we had the incredible inflation in the 70s. And, you know, since then, you know, since 19, early 1970s, the dollar's lost over 90 five percent of right, value right when you get when you look at that chart and we'll put a chart up and you look at what the dollar could buy you know the the cost of goods hasn't changed it's just the the purchasing power has has completely been lost over the years because well, the value of the dollar has plummeted yeah and, and you could actually argue that the cost of some goods have gone down i mean it's so much go. more effective to get a dozen eggs today than it was 50 years or 100 years ago we're better at making eggs and you can, if you measure the price in gold and silver, you can see that eggs have actually gotten cheaper versus gold or silver. You would never notice because we measure it in dollars and in dollars are inflationary. Right. So the cost of gold is always, the value is relatively always the same. It's stable. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> all right. So eventually we pull away the dollar being backed by gold and silver too. Then it's basically backed by the military. Well, it was backed by copper. Right, because you still have copper pennies until 1982. Okay. But for the most part, the thing that for keeps sure. our, our, dollar, yeah. our dollar afloat <laughs> is the military. And the fact that it be, is the world reserve you know, currency for if you want to buy oil. And that matters. Right. It, you know, because, be, because the rest of the world is using it, and they have faith in the dollar and faith in America, it's the faith in our military and faith in the military industrial complex and in the America that keeps people investing in those dollars. Sure. So the reason that's relevant is talk about the BRICS nations and what's going on now, because we're seeing a major shift in the world. We're seeing in the last, what, uh, 14 years, mm -hmm. China has started dramatically dropping uh, their, getting rid of their uh, reserves of, of the U.S. dollars. Sure. Uh, Japan, yeah. every, all these countries are starting to drop the dollar. Okay. What is going on? Why should people be concerned? Because this to me is very relevant. Like when I, when I pay it, like I want to know about what's, what's going to the BRICS nations all the time because when you have, well, actually, would you mind explaining to our listeners what the BRICS nation is? Sure. BRICS so nations? BRICS, it's, it's an acronym. Um, it's Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. And I don't know how important South Africa is. I'm, I'm sure they're just like- Well, initially bit. it was one of the few that were in it. Right. Now it's, but that was initially what well, it was. It was part of that- well, imagine, imagine you're in one of these other countries, right? You're in India and you're in Russia and you can only buy, you know, you can only buy uh, oil for dollars out of the Middle East. And the Middle East has this kind of cartel going for, you know, OPEC, you know, for, for oil. And, you know, that creates demand for dollars because you buy dollars because you need to get oil. Oil funds your whole economy. So you need to have dollars. And that's, that's what we were doing for a while. And you say it's backed by the military. I mean, look at Iraq, you know, if you don't, play the game and only use dollars, then, you know, we might, you know, topple your whole country. And, you know, that, that model isn't working for us anymore. Now, if you live in China, you know, and you look at this and you say, well, shoot, you know, we're so dependent on these dollars, but every time domestically that America has a problem, every time they have a war that they want to fund, every time they have some unfunded liability domestically, they print all these dollars to pay for everything. We get the inflation, right? You know, it's like, I mean, talk about a dishonest system. I mean, it's very, it's, it's benefited Americans. It's, it's increased I, our I standard would, of I, living. We've, I don't know. I would challenge that. Well, I don't think we've, since we've left silver and gold currency, I don't think our, I don't think it's benefited it, it, us. It, it might, it might be argued that Americans enjoy a higher standard of living because we can, we can use 
we can maintain multi-trillion dollar trade deficits where we're getting real stuff from Africa, real resources from all around the world, and we're sending them dollars that we printed. But how much longer do we really have before the crap hits the fan on that? Before we just print ourselves into so much inflation that that's no longer sustainable? Well, we've, we've treated that like it's our birthright. You know, I mean, this is this is our birthright. We get to make the world's reserve currency, but it's been so abused that, you know, depending on your perspective, and I might I might be overthinking this. Um, you know, again, if you're in India or you're in China, the crap hit, the crap has already hit the fan. They're trying to get it off the fan and off the walls. They they don't want dollars anymore, and that's going to impact America. Okay, why why do the BRICS nations, which which has this is the thing is too, which is which matters is is how fast it's expanding. And as we've put sanctions on uh, Russia um, and sanctions on these other states, well, what do they say? Well, if you can put sanctions on us, all the more reason we're going to dump your dollars and we're going to go to the BRICS nations, which is gold-based currency. That's what that's what they're saying. Now, which if, is sound money, if, which if, is which if we are going into a time of chaos and turmoil, do you want to put your reliance in, uh, in an empire that's falling apart and a currency that's being printing out like it's like in, like out of thin air mm-hmm. or in a nation that's built in their, their currency based on actual real gold and silver. If if they can pull it off and that's, that's one of the biggest problems with a gold currency that BRICS is facing right now is there's a real problem with the gold standard that nobody's talking about, okay? And the real problem with the gold standard is that it was never a true gold standard. What you had is because you couldn't break gold into small enough pieces, you had a tri-metal system. 100 copper pennies is one silver dollar. 20 silver dollars is a gold piece. Oh, and if anybody's caught melting down any one of these three industrial metals... We're going to hang you because we have to have copper pennies. And it's been true that way since Roman times. Yeah, that was, this was Rome. Well, since, since we invented coinage. So we've always kind of had this tri-metal system, and that doesn't work today. It doesn't work today because, you know, sitting in this studio, you know how much copper is in these walls or in this microphone or how much silver I have in my laptop? We're using all of this copper, I mean, 99% of copper in you know, modern technology that improves the quality of our lives. We don't want to wear it out in pennies in our pockets anymore, but that was absolutely required to do the gold standard. Oh, and silver is the same way. 80% of silver is used in industry. I don't disbelieve that silver is uh, an undervalued industrial metal, you know, and I, I totally, you know, understand people that, you know, buy and stack silver. But if we were to go back to using 90% of our silver and actually circulating it as money, we couldn't enjoy modern technology. So what are you going to do? Well, guess what? 90% of gold is available. 90% of gold yeah, is available to be used as money or jewelry. It's not used in industry. But you have to make gold small enough to actually be used in the small transactions. And there's only two ways to do that. You can create a dystopian uh, central bank digital currency system where you can track everybody and everything they do and control everything and promise them that the gold is in a vault somewhere. You could do that, or you can develop technology to actually split gold down into physical pieces that are small enough for people to actually use, which is what we've done. And nobody else in human history has ever done this. Nobody else, you could argue that in Southern India, they had, you know, they actually had one one thousandth of an ounce gold coins. They were very inconvenient and very easy to lose. So nobody else has done it well. 
where this has never been counterfeited. It's super nice and it's easy okay. to use for small transactions. So, all right. So let's, I want to go back to the bricks and because I think, okay. I feel like we are facing some, and this is why I wanted to have you on here is because I feel like we are facing some very severe uh, threats on the horizon. The BRICS nations are, are get, again, continuing to get more and more strength, and, and their mm-hmm. objective is to drop the dollar. What happens if they start dropping the dollar? What would that do? It's bad for people that have dollars, you know? And, and you know, oftentimes when we talk about this, and I've, I've caught myself doing this, we, we talk about BRICS and we talk about the U.S. We say, well, they have this plan, and it's going to screw us up, and we have these dollars and that's what we're using and we have the petrodollar and we print dollars. I'm sorry, the Federal Reserve is a private corporation. Is the dollar really you or, or me or is that just something that we use because yep. we don't have anything better? People forget about that. And, <laughs> and, and why are you on team dollar? You know, I mean, if you're invested in dollars, if you have dollars, if you open your wallet and it's full of $100 bills, if you have a checking account that's got 100 grand in it, you're invested in dollars. You bought them. You bought them with your labor. You bought them with whatever you've added to the economy. You've sold real assets to get these dollars. The fact that they're losing 15% a year should be upsetting. Yeah. And the implications on Wall Street, on the stock market, I'm sure are tremendous. Now, and, and if you were in a BRICS, and again, I'm arguing BRICS perspective, and I'm just thinking out loud with you guys. If you're in China, a China man might argue, you deserve to lose 15% because look at what the Federal Reserve is doing. Look what your government is doing. Well, my, my concern is if they start jump, dumping all those dollars, again, the, the, more, the more there is of something, the less the value is. Yeah. And if we've been printing trillions of dollars and shipping them all over the country and people start shipping those dollars back, what does that do for, what does that do for inflation and hyperinflation? Yeah. Then you add, what are we doing with uh, Ukraine? How much money, how much billions of dollars have we sent to Ukraine? I mean, my, my concern is... Actually, tell me, how, how concerned should people be with, with inf- inflation if the BRICS nations do start dumping dollars? You know, people should be concerned with inflation now. Because 15% inflation is a problem. But it's, I it's, think it's we're headed for something now. far beyond it, it, 15%. It, 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 could be, it could be worse. So, you know, really what, what we're trying to do is we're trying to build a system. We're trying to empower small business owners, individuals, communities, and say, look, don't just buy gold for your bunker. You know, there's not like a safe moment to come out of gold and go back into whatever the new system is. Just, you know, these control freaks, the people that, you know, want to use CBDCs to monitor your movements and cut off your payments. You know, that's why they're ditching dollars in Russia. You know, we cut off their payment systems because we didn't like what they were doing. You know, all these social control systems, you know, the social credit score, that's about, des- it's designed to do it at an individual level, you know? hey, if we don't like what you liked on Facebook, we don't have to, you know, we can send a police officer to your door, but we can also stop you from uh, buying a train ticket or, or buying groceries. And this is why this show is relevant, especially after the show we just did with Chelsea Hope and Tom Hazelton, mm-hmm. where we talked about the digital dollar and it being able to be attracted or tagged to through blockchain, through your digital ID, through your ESG score, through your social credit, where they can turn it on and off. And to me, that's why this is so important is when that time comes. And I think that's digital dollar. I'm sure our listeners know has already been passed in the law. Like that's like we are now we act. The Federal Reserve has digital dollar. Has it been rolled out? No. But is it being prepared to be rolled out? Yes. I actually think it's going to get rolled out probably 
shortly after we start to see some very serious inflation because that's a perfect time to to roll out uh, roll it out because once inflation starts going through the roof, you can't dollars and cash will not work. That's where you can have a central currency to the, to manage the inflation. What you are your know, thoughts? I think that if I was working at the Federal Reserve, I would be laughing. And the reason why is because all these people that are concerned about central bank digital currencies and digital dollars are already using central bank products. You're even cash. That's a Federal Reserve note. That's a federal. That's a central bank product. Now, granted, they're bringing us from a system that they control mostly to a system they control totally. You know, and they can go whatever speed they want. They can go fast. They can go slow. It doesn't. They own the whole thing. <laughs> that's the thing we got to remember, right? Is they own the system. They this own is not the whole thing. Voting. It's not. It's not like it's not. Okay, you know, if you if you already have a bank account, let's say you have a bank account at Wells Fargo, those are already digital dollars. Those are already issued by a central bank. Those are already, they can already turn those off. I mean, City had that issue where they said, hey, you know, we don't want to support on City cards uh, gun purchases. So we're going to block gun purchases. We're going we're gonna to shake down, you know, um, uh, gun stores. We don't want to support them. You know, so these tools already exist. They want to refine those, make them stronger so they can control people harder. And, you know, you're, it's, like, it's like going from the frying pan to the fire. You're already in the frying pan. The people that are, there are people today in Utah that don't use dollars anymore. There are people today. So you're U- saying, look, you're talking about, you're waiting for, you know, things hit the fan, for things to go CBDC, for this hyperinflation to come through. And what, and, and, and for, you're saying, Stop waiting for it to happen and then planning on making a shift then. You're saying shift now into a parallel economy people, people and stop are already, using dollars today. People are already doing it. You know, I can show you a map, and I'm sure you, you'll show your viewers this. Sure, there let's, are, put it, let's put it on. There are more. My computer probably fell asleep. Um, so country. this is all the businesses in Utah. And they take goldbacks or gold? These, they all take goldbacks. Because guess what? Goldbacks are gold. Right. right. It's like, that's, right. that's the point. Right. right. So, you know, you go into these businesses and you can spend, and these aren't, you know, these aren't just like, you know, I make soap and sell at the farmer's market. You know, these are chiropractors, dentists, car dealerships, uh, you know, contractors. Pull up one, click, um, click on one of these. Let's see. What, let's see what I get. So if I empire, so this, is empire this, material, okay, this is random material okay. insulation, a carpet tile, uh, laminate hardwood flooring. So you could get, flooring and you can pay in gold all right so and the value there is i go and i buy gold backs locked in at today's value right whatever whatever they're worth today so if you go in and you buy gold backs you know and you're in utah you're probably going to go to somewhere like alpine gold um you know a lot of the coin stores this is you know not all the coin stores in utah sell gold backs it's a little too new for them perhaps uh if you go on goldback.com you're going to see a rate that people are going to trade goldbacks at. And today it's $4.08. Okay. And you can go to a calculator also on goldback.com. And let's say that, you know, you do some fl- a flooring project for me and it costs $3,000. All right. It's probably way more than that now. Cause you know, if you've ever done any, any home maintenance or home yeah, repair, it's, it's, yeah, no, it's $3,000 is three years ago, <laughs> but so so three thousand um, dollars. You know the amount of goldbacks due uh, is seven hundred and thirty-six goldbacks. 
Do you have like, is this on an app? This is on a calculator. So you right should have an app. Com. It, Yeah, we're, should make, have an app. we're making an app. I think we have an app now. Yeah. I think we have an app now if you go to the app store. Yeah, because honestly, to use this, it has to be very convenient. It's I, if super I'm, I'm, convenient. I, couldn't want, I wouldn't want to go to a website. I mean, this is no yeah. different than going to a different country and exchanging it into euros, pesos, whatever. Oh, yeah, or it's no go. different than paying in Bitcoin. You know, yeah, it's just yeah, it has an exchange right, rate because right. it's not dollars. So you go to the calculator, you put in the exchange rate. Now, here's the beauty of it. Now, if you use Visa, how many people use their Visa or their MasterCard or Discovery because they get the reward points? Right. Have you ever done that? You think, oh, you know, I got to put, you know, I don't want to pay cash. I want to put this on the Discover. I want to get the reward points. I'm, I'm saving up for a flight, you know, or whatever. You know, they incentivize us with that, you know, one or 2% they give us back. And, you know, I believe in models that work. So what we've done with Goldback and what we've partnered with on the merchants to really make this happen is the price that we use on Goldback.com. That's an average price for Goldbacks. That $4.08, that's an average price. If you go to Alpine Gold, which is a, a local coin store, you know, there's one in Alpine, Utah. There's another one in Provo. There's another one in Ogden. You can buy gold backs for like, say, $3.80. So now you're buying gold backs for $3.80. You're spending them at the $4.08. You recarpeted your whole house and you got 8% off and you shopped local. Mm. Mm. That's way better than getting 1% or 2% back. And probably supporting a freedom-minded company that would even take Goldbacks to begin with. You know what? And that's what blows my mind is I thought that when I started Goldback, I thought, you know, I bet I can at least get 10% of people that are awake to sign up their businesses and do this. I just need 10%. I just need some. I need to make a map. I need people to understand that this is viable. And what I found out very quickly, very quickly, is that it was more like half of small businesses are willing to take gold in payment. Wow. More. It's, it's more than half. And now, I mean, that was in 2019. Now, if I go to the farmer's market or any small business owner in Utah, especially, I'm seeing it closer to 75 to 80%. Well, I think the thing that makes sense to me is like the dollars is, is clearly going nowhere, but down it's spiraling. And that means the value of our, our, our assets are, we're losing value every day in them. Mm -hmm. And the thing I like about gold, silver, again, whether it's this or investing gold and silver, period, is you're you're saving that value because as as that drops, this goes up. That's 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 exactly, one way to look at it. It's, but it's exactly the way I used to look at it, and I could because say, you look at it as it stays the same. Gold stays the same always. It's sure. just the da value of the dollar goes down, which makes it appear to go up. Yeah, gold, gold, gold. Um, no, and that's exactly right. And that was that was my point. Um, Goldbacks costed two dollars when they came out. You know, today the average price is four dollars and eight cents. That was four years ago. Yeah, which is not because the price of gold has changed, because the value of the dollars. The value dropped. of the dollar probably got cut in half yeah. in four years. Like that's I mean, to me, that's absolutely wild, but you know, the people that have been using goldbacks the last four years, every time you cycle goldbacks, every time you spend them at your local businesses and stuff, you're saving eight percent. You're using gold instead of dollars. You're boycotting dollars. You're supporting local businesses. And you're saving money. Yeah, that's one of the reasons I like Bitcoin earlier on as well, was just investing in something against the Federal Reserve, which is the same principle. Well, it's, it's you know, it, it's like you're, you're opting <clears throat> out, you know? It's like you're just like, hey, you know, I don't want to play anymore because all the dollars that you give me, all this program that you're presenting me with, if you have an alternative... You know, there's people today, like I said, there's people today in Utah that haven't spent a dollar in two years. 
They've only been using that's got to be tough, though. You know, it's it's not as hard as you think. Yeah, no, I'm I'm gonna quote from I believe this is from your website, but this is a news article, um, which just shows you how how relevant it is. Uh, since 2019, uh, when when I guess this this article came out or when Goldbacks first came into Utah, uh, they've become so popular with nearly I guess at the time eight million Goldbacks circulating and over 450,000 users. So at that time it was half a million users almost. Uh, there are several hundred businesses in Utah that regularly advertise themselves as Goldback accepting, which means that Goldbacks have a greater acceptance rate in Utah than Bitcoin. Yes. Wow. Yeah, we have we have something like eight or nine businesses. And again, these are businesses that advertise themselves as, hey, we would prefer to take Goldbacks over anything else. Eight or nine compared to every one that takes Bitcoin at all. Well, Bitcoin's very volatile. It is very volatile. And it's it's uncertain. Where and it's this, hard to where use. Where again, gold and silver's not. You, you, it's, it's always been m- real money right. since the dawn of time. Now, the other thing with Goldback that I might mention is there's never been a fake Goldback. Hmm. So if you're using Goldbacks, like, you don't have to worry about whether or not it might be a fake from Southeast Asia. All right, so here's, here's a question, and this is like a legitimate um, concern. Is, is, and, and we've become so conditioned and groomed to, you know, tap. I mean, don't carry a wallet, don't carry cards. And, and again, that's where we don't want to go because that's that's dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but it feels like that's got to be a huge issue getting people to go back to actually carrying, especially different size bills, bills. in their pocket, and then to go pay something. That I, I, I think that seems like that's got to be a challenge. I know that would be a challenge for me, just being honest. So what's what's your thoughts on that? Sure. You know, I mean, some people they don't carry wallets anymore; they just use their cards, and really, it's. What kind of money do you want to use? Um, you know, I started carrying these, we have these gold back wallets. I started carrying these arounds for several reasons. First is I'm pretty sure my cell phone, if I put it right on my skin, would just give me cancer. Yep. You know, I mean, like, you, you know what I'm talking about? Yep. So what I do is I actually take my, my cell phone, you know, and this is an old phone. This is like an iPhone 7. I put it against my wallet. My wallet is full of gold backs. Gold is what they use in, to refract radiation in space. Hmm. So it keeps, it keeps the radiation off my body, you know, so that's a reason to always have some gold backs in there. So I have, and this wallet's designed to, you know, fit in your front pocket, you know, for men or in your jacket, uh, you know, so I'll stick it in there. And I carry these things around, and I am shocked to this day how often I spend gold backs, how often I show people, how often I, you know, if, if I'm giving a tip at a restaurant, you know, like, hey, here's a gold back. Oh, what's this? You know, and I explain it for 30 seconds because it's very short. Oh, well, it's like money, but it's made out of gold and it keeps its value and you can spend it too. What about going and buying gas? You know, um, we actually had a guy. I'm just thinking like regular things I spend he's, money on. He's, he's doing a challenge where he's only spending gold backs for a year. He goes to the gas station and he takes a strategy that I figured out a long time ago. So, okay. So when gold backs were new, and I still do this. I'll go to a, let's say Wendy's, right? You know, or Costco. And I know they don't take gold backs. They're not a local, you know, I don't know. You're, if you're saying we can't go to Costco, that's a big, that's, that's a problem. <laughs> well, you know, well, I mean, there you, might can, be a work you can go to Costco, but you know, <laughs> shop local. So I take out this gold back, you know, and I'm, I, I present it to the cashier. 
right? And they look at it. Oh, this is amazing. And everyone in line's looking at it too. You know, they all want to see, you know, what I got. And it's kind of this fun thing to show off and explain, you know, even if they don't take it. Yeah, I did this at a fast food restaurant. The cashier says, hey, I know my business probably won't take this, but I'll take it. They took my gold back. They paid for my order. Interesting. Huh. Because people wanted it. Yeah. And that's and that's the beauty of the gold back. You know, these things are so, there's an allure. There's something magic about gold that really sucks you in. And the gold back shows off a lot of gold. There's a reason why gold has been money universally across cultures for thousands of years. I think it's part of it. It's just, it's so beautiful to look at, you know, and if you compare a single gold back versus a thousandth of an ounce or sorry, a, a one ounce gold coin, the gold on a gold back per amount of gold is 9,000 times as visible as a one ounce gold coin. That makes sense. It's spread out. Because it's spread out. It's a, it's a thousandth yeah, of an ounce. surface area. So you look at this and that attracts normal people. And I think that's part of why the gold back acceptance rate at business is so high is even people that aren't really indoctrinated in understanding you know, it, they know nothing about central bank digital currencies. They, you know, they kind of know vaguely about inflation, but they see these gold backs and they want them. Right. And that makes it a good money. I'm not sitting there like an idiot explaining why a 1960 silver dime that looks exactly the same as their current dime is special. You know, it's like, I sound like, like this wizard. Oh, you know, like this date on here. You know, yeah. I pull this out and like their eyes pop oh, and cool. they want it's, it. It's, it's mixing technology with... Uh... It's an yeah, emotional, it's yeah, an emotional yeah. reaction. It's an emotional decision. People want these gold backs. So, you know, you can go to the gas station. You can say, oh, shoot, I, I, I ran out of cash. You know, tell you what, can I pay you gold and you'll just fill I, up my you know, tank here's for me? The thing, here's the thing, I guess it's cool, is you can start to transition to gold and silver and, and actually use your gold and silver now. Mm -hmm. And then when the time comes that you do not want to be attached to the system, the global system that is coming, that is being built in Utah County, that is what some people would say might be the number of the beast where no one can buy or sell without it. You've already got a system set up to then just transition and you're Wean yourself off it. of it. You know, that I, makes sense. I, I, I actually think it's brilliant. I, I'd be lying if I said I only used gold backs, you know, I don't, I don't pay my yeah, property I mean, taxes and gold backs. You know, I mean, you kidding me? You can't pay taxes. You can't, it. you can't do everything with gold backs and that's, that's fine. But there are people, you know, the amount of people getting educated about gold backs in Utah the amount of people that understand it, that own gold backs that are starting to use it. If some, if the bottom were really to fall out of the dollar quickly or central bank digital currencies got foisted on us very quickly, you know, it's everyone, it's a lifeboat for everybody that, you know, opts to be in it. You know, it's, it's a way out of the mousetrap. So what are the challenges associated? I mean, this all sounds great. This all sounds like the way that we're heading. What are the challenges? I mean, is it, keeping up with production is it, is it finding people really to buy in what do you find your your most prevalent challenges to be? you know i i have three main challenges all right you know at first it was production it's like hey i can only make three million dollars worth of these things a month you know and i can go and i can talk to these big influencers that you know and these big conservative talk radio and i could say hey you know ring the bell we fixed it you know but i can't do that because i can only make a few million a month so it's kind of like this like stealth campaign where I'm talking to smaller influencers, smaller podcasts, smaller shows. And I'm saying, look, we've got this thing. And, you know, we haven't had any problem moving the amount of gold backs that we can produce. And we're starting to see people come up and they say, hey, you know, I own 50 ounces of gold just in case. 
I realize I can't use these 50 ounces of gold just in case. I, I'm going to turn these in. I'm going to get gold backs. So my first challenge is just production. And that's actually gotten a lot better. It used to be that I could make $200,000 worth of gold backs a month in 2019. Today, you know, we're quickly moving to doing about $10 million worth a month in available wow, that's production. that's great. And the demand is there. The demand for sound money that actually works is absolutely yeah. enormous. Yeah, I mean, it's obvious. The dollars needs to be dropped. But it's still a challenge because if I can only do $10 million today, a month, you know, it's not ready to be a multi-billion dollar solution. And that's hard because it's a multi-billion, it's a multi-trillion dollar problem, right? So it's, it's kind of this exclusive thing where it's like, if you know, you know. But I, you know what I like? Again, is my whole thing is win your backyard. And if we can get enough people adopting, moving to the gold and silver in our backyard, and when the, C, and when the CBDC, and when they start coming out with the, with the system that you cannot buy or sell without using their chip, I mean, you see it out there. I mean, it's whether it's the handprint, whether, I mean, they've got so many different things they're experimenting right now. I mean, if, if enough people in Utah are already using a system like this, it'll make it much more easy to survive in those times. And Goldbacks has made more progress in Utah. We've had more penetration in Utah than anywhere else. It's hitting to the point now where I'd say that one in three people in Utah have already seen a goldback. Wow. It's great. It's huge. And you know, it's great. That's great. Cause these are the ways this is parallel economies. This is how you fight the machine. You develop your own machine. You stop being a part you of it. You have to make a system. You, you live can't. outside of it. And that's what this is. Right. You can't just make a bunker and hide and wait till it's over. You know, they can wait for you to, you know, you'll eventually sell all your gold and you're going to be right into their system. You took a break from inflation. You didn't build another system. Goldback is all about building another system. And it's more successful here in Utah than anywhere else we've had. We've, we've invested more in it. We've got, you know, I would, I would say that there's tens of thousands of businesses in Utah that are willing to take Goldbacks as payment. And, and thinking back to the way we grew up in seventies, eighties, nineties, you know, your grandparents wanted to do something when you were born, they'd buy you maybe a treasury bond. Maybe this is a good way moving forward if you're thinking, you know, holidays are coming up, babies are being born, children, grandchildren. This would be a much more stable thing to investment. People, people, are, people are putting goldbacks in Christmas cards, you know, and the one goldback, you know, people tip with these. They carry them around their wallet. You can turn anybody you see into someone that owns gold and understands it at least a little bit for four bucks, under four dollars. And it's really spreading it. You know, we have over a million people that own gold backs today. It's been four years. And with production constraints, a million people in four years. Three quarters of those people are brand new to precious metals. And most of them are between the ages of 20 and 40. So what, you, would, you, what would you say to people that are investing in the stock market? Either 50. I'm sorry. How many that 50? What am I getting in uh, exchange? You sit next to me. <laughs> what would you say to people investing in the stock market, especially in precious metals right now, um, in terms of how sound of an investment that would be? You know, I, I think a lot of people are fleeing into the stock market and into the housing market because they want to have an asset because they don't want to have cash. And it's just created bubbles everywhere. You know, they're calling it the everything bubble. You know, you have all these zombie companies. They're not even making money. You know, and they can float themselves because they can sell stock and people will pay top dollar for it because that's what your 401k is pointed at. You know, it's what everybody's buying. And, you know, I'm not saying that 
you don't buy goldbacks to get rich. You don't buy them to flip them and turn them in for more dollars. People are buying goldbacks because it's an alternative form of money that's retaining its value. Um, and, you know, if you have a certain portion of your net worth that you want to have, that's liquid, that you can spend, that you can use locally, that you can buy things with, and you're tired of getting hit with 15% inflation, people are moving into goldbacks, you know? You know why I, I mentioned one one of the reasons I mentioned moving into goldbacks. I mean, I have a few to, that to people give me over their time, but uh, this represents fighting against the machine, the machine that is that is destroying this country, the Federal Reserve. That's you know the the you know the military industrial complex, and to me, that's what's cool. Is you know what. When I want to participate in something that fights against the machine that that's playing that is every time I use it is is not only it's not only fighting it's hurting the machine too. It's a it's a revolution it's a revolutionary act. You're boycotting the dollar. That's a revolutionary act every time you do it. Yeah, which which again, if people understood the dollar, the dollar is not it's not some national sovereignty thing. The dollar is a from the Federal Reserve, a private bank. You it's not part of our country. It, that, that's and it was it was actually a break from our, the Constitution, which is that that Congress was supposed supposed to be a, in charge of coining money, not a private bank. And so the fact that we ha- have we've allowed that to happen since the Federal Reserve was created back in 1913 is, is absolutely ridiculous. So I love it, and I love that it's in Utah. That's to me another reason to support it. Is is look, it's in our backyard, and and I think we have a lot of great solutions that are coming out of Utah. Like it's not just, and we talk about all the criminal stuff going on with our politicians and and with the the globalists and China, and the United Nations, and, world, and all these people who are focused on using this as the test state. Well, guess what? It's not only the test state for for bad, but we have the opposing good. It's the duality, and the good is stuff like this. People saying, you know what? We're going to be prepared when that time comes that we're not going to be caught with our pants down. It's people coming up with ways to get food have whole systems, have whole systems that, that function outside of the system that's controlled. And I love it. I think it's important. What else should our, our listeners know about well, or hear? There, there's two other challenges. Because you asked me, you said, what are the, what are the three challenges yeah. or your top challenges to goldbacks? And I said, there's three. And I mentioned that production's one of them. And that's just, that's a manufacturing issue. I mean, that's, you know, with anything that's, you know, you need a lot of, it, it takes time to scale up manufacturing. And that'll, that'll eventually go away as a problem right? Um, there's two other problems. And neither of them are the government, by the way. You know, I'm not, I'm not listing, you know, foreign entities or government interference as any one of the three major problems we're dealing with today. Um, the second problem is when you come out with something this new, that's this different, that's this revolutionary, where it's gold, but it's a thousandth of an ounce, and you can spend it, and it's just like cash. It's very different than anything else that's ever been sold at the coin store, Right? So when I came out with this, I came out with this years and years ago. I was a young guy, right? I was, I was 28 years old when the goldbacks were new, right? And I went to the coin dealers here in Utah. I went to All Good Coin and I went to, uh, you know, Monarch Coin. And I, I went and I talked to the coin store owners and I said, hey, guys, this says Utah on it. I think your customers would really love this. This is a new gold product. It's designed to be used as money. And, you know, I mean, in their defense, these guys have been selling the same products for 50 years. And they scoffed at it. They said, who are you? You know, get out of here. You know, no one's going to buy your, 
You know, I mean, no one's going to buy your little foil. It's not foil. It's a vacuum deposition. But no one's going to buy your thing. Our customers probably don't even want it. And, you know, all these coin stores told me no. You know, I mean, fast forward a year ago, we went to Wyoming. There's nine coin stores there. Every single one of them wanted to do Wyoming gold backs. Oh, very cool. Well, I mean, because you come into the state, you know, we went into South Dakota. Every single coin store in South Dakota wanted to do South Dakota gold backs. So I'm, this is still accepted in other states. Yeah. So even though these people, are Utah this is gold, gold backs. This is gold. Right. People are using Utah gold backs all over the world. I have web traffic from all over the world and evidence that people are using gold backs and spending them as money because the value is the fact that they're gold, not that they say Utah on them. So for people who want to get um, <clears throat> gold backs, I guess two questions. One is how do, how do, how do we go about getting gold backs? Do you go to, do you run the on your website, you mentioned Alpine. Uh-huh. Was it Alpine Gold? Yep. So it, for Is it specifically, going physically, it, what's the best way to, to get, if you want to start getting your feet wet in, in gold, <clears throat> what's the best way to do that? Well, getting your feet wet in gold, um, if you want to get some gold backs, you can go to goldback.com. You can see a list, and there's a lot of retailers that will ship it to your door. We rank order the list by who sells the most gold backs. Now, it just so happens that Alpine Gold is number one on the list, and they're based in Utah. So they have a location in Ogden and Northern Utah County and Alpine and in Provo. And there's probably going to be, you know, another location or two popping up. They move a lot of gold backs, you know, so that's a place that you can walk in, you can bring cash, you can bring your gold coins, you can bring your silver and people are doing this and you can, you can get into gold backs. You, you, so you exchange like junk silver. Yeah. And people do it all the time. They say, Hey, I have this junk silver just in case. And I've been following gold backs and I trust it. And I, you know, I, I, I know all these businesses around me that take them. I want to, you know, and they move over, you know, and they move over a certain percentage, what they have or all of it or, or whatever. And we're starting to see that more and more because goldbacks, they're not new anymore. They're not, you know, I mean, they're, they're new. You've been around a while. But they've been around yeah, long yeah, enough like where it's not this fly by the night thing. So, it, like I said, you know, the challenge is, you know, some, some of these legacy bullion dealers and some of these legacy coin dealers Goldback is so new, they don't really know how to sell it. They don't know how to market it. They don't know about it. And it's a fact, you know, some of them actually see goldbacks as a threat. So, you know, I called one of these coin dealers, and I won't, I won't shame them because I'm nice, but, you know, it's a local coin dealer. And I called them and I asked them. I, I was posing as a customer. I said, hey, I want to buy $10,000 worth of goldbacks from you. I just wanted to see what they'd say, right? Kind of secret shopper, anonymous. And, you know, I'm, I'm talking to this you know, young guy on the phone. He says, oh, well, you know, we could make a lot of money if we sold goldbacks, but we would never sell goldbacks because they have a high premium. Oh, okay. Well, well, they barely, uh, oh, no, they barely have any gold in them. Okay. You know, so I, all right. Well, I want to, uh, maybe you can direct me to something else. I want to buy something that I can barter with and trade with. Oh, well, you know, I got gold coins. Well, that's, that's too big. Well, I got silver coins. Well, well, you know, I, I have a hard time trading those because, People aren't sure if they're real. Well, you know, okay, I know what it's for you. We've got these copper rounds, and they're $4. Okay, great. And you're telling me all about these copper rounds. And I said, well, well what's, what's the melt value of copper? Oh, it's like 25 cents a round. Well, why would I pay $4 if the melt value is 25 cents? Oh, well, you know, it costs money to make a round. You know, if you're going to split around and all these little pieces, I mean, that costs money. And then, you know, I mean, obviously, we got to support our shop and, you know, the designs and, you know, like, there's more value to it than just the melt value. You know, it's value. And you can trade it for $4. Okay. Well, I want to go back to gold back here for a second. So 
you know, the average price of gold back, you know, I mean, that's $4 and gold's 2000 an ounce. So that's about a hundred percent premium on gold back. Why would I pay a 1600% premium on copper rounds if I could pay a hundred percent on gold back? Right. You know, he said, he said, you know what, honestly, I don't know. You should probably just buy gold backs. My, the, the owner of the coin store doesn't support gold backs. I don't know why. I'm just told not to sell gold backs. Interesting. You know, mm. so it's like, and, and in three years, I think this problem is going to be gone. In three years, it's going to take about that long. Well, I mean, it's supply and demand too. So it's people, as more people demand it, 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 it will, it will I, I didn't even have enough, itself. I didn't even have enough gold backs to get to all the dealers. <laughs> so it's like, I can't blame them for seeing this as a new precious metals product that they don't have and being threatened by that. It's just human nature, right? You know, it wasn't, it wasn't any different when, well, anyway. And what's the website where you can see who accepts? It, that's, I think that's my biggest thing too. Okay, so we get it. How, where can I use it at? So if you go to goldback.com and just right at the top there under goldbacks, there's a tab called featured businesses. Okay. We've got networks in five states that are up. And you just scroll down to Utah. Okay. And go down and... You know, there's actually, we're going to probably change this a little bit at some point, but you can look at tags and you can search businesses by category. Yeah, there's gas stations that take payment in gold backs. Auto repair. Auto repair. I mean, you name it, chiropractors, surgeons, um, you know, grocery and stores. And then it's, it's in, okay, let's say and what if our listeners wants to uh, sell gold backs so they don't right now, how do they go about doing that? How do they sell? How do they accept, accept them? Accept them. Accept them. So yeah. if you if you're if you're a small business owner and you're listening to this and you think I'd take payment in gold, you know, um, you can go to Goldback, and again under Goldbacks, Goldback Business Sign Up. So you click Goldback Business Sign Up. You tell us a little bit about your business, and we will mail you. We will mail you, um, you know, Goldback acceptance stickers. You know that you can set up at your business, and you know we'll we'll train you on how to take gold back. So you help them simple. get that figured out. Yeah, we help them get it figured out. We've we've got people signing up every day to take gold backs at their businesses. I mean, at this point, it's a grassroots movement. People are discovering this organically. They're telling each other about it. You know, we've actually spent very little money in advertising, and part of the reason why is because people believe in this. They believe in sound money. And they'll go out, they'll buy 100 gold backs, and they will let everybody in their network, sometimes their entire neighborhoods, you know, their, their entire wards at church, you know, they'll distribute these things and tell people what's going on. And they're smart for doing it. Because if you educate everybody in your network on what gold backs are or what gold is and why it's relevant, they can prepare, they can get ready. Perfect. And we, we have a preparedness mindset in this state. No, how many, that's, that's, you're 100% right. How many people have your supply of food just in case? You know, it's like, it's, it's deep. Probably in not our, as many as should. Not as many as that should, but it's, it's deep within our it culture. Is. It is. To be ready. It is. All right. What are there? Cause we're, we're coming up on an hour Sorry. here. What are your uh, closing thoughts? What should people hear that we haven't talked about? You know, um, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think that if you want to get involved, there's lots of ways to get involved. You can buy gold backs. You can accept them at your store. You should spend gold backs. You should circulate them at businesses that take them and businesses that don't is if you talk to the small business owner, there's at least a 50-50 shot that they're going to take gold as payment. And if they do, you're going to get an 8% discount, and they're thrilled to give it to you. It's not a sneaky thing, by the way. Um, the final thing I'd say is, you know, and this is, again, because this has got local audiences, 
Goldback is hiring. You know, we, we are growing quickly and we could use talented, skilled, capable people on our team. And if you've got something to offer, you know, reach out to us. And you can certainly learn more at goldback.com. And, um, you know, if you have any further questions, you know, I mean, that's a, that's a great place to start. Okay. Alexia? I don't know if I have any final thoughts, but I really wanted to do this since you walked in the door. Are you going to start throwing money? I just... <laughs> <laughs> I don't ever work. Oh, it wasn't nearly as exciting. You got you to find out. How to get I need, I need the money throws, gun. Yeah, the money throws different when it's gold. <laughs> it's a heavier, it denser weight. It doesn't it's throw heavier. as well as cash. No. She's used to throwing, having cash thrown at her. I'm a woman, so I'm predisposed <laughs> to just really liking bright, shiny things. Uh, you know, the holidays are coming up. These are great stocking stuffers. I think... I mean, I, I buy in completely to what it is. I remember when this first came out and us watching, reading articles on this, and we're like, this is something we can definitely get behind. Um, so if not just for the novelty, I think it just makes sense. You know, you, and you'll see them more and more. You know, we're, as we ramp up production, we can be a little bit louder on Goldbacks, and we absolutely plan on targeting states that we're already in. You know, you're going to be driving up and down I-15, and you're going to see billboards with Goldbacks on them. You're going to see them at more and more businesses that you frequent. You're going to see the stickers. Let's go. You know, so, you know, we'd love to have you get involved.